0: Welcome to Mr. Gordo, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. In this week's episode, Season 3, Episode 2, Dead Man's Party. We're going to be talking about plot, we're going to be talking about characters, we're also going to be talking about masks. So, spoilers abound for this episode, any episode before it, after it, the comics, or even possibly other shows. Feel free to run away, and we'll take you back, and we we'll won't even give you a hard time about. Hi everybody, I'm Kelly and I'm here with my wonderful co-host hey. as always, Station, say hello.
1: Hello.
0: Daniel say hello. Hi. And I'm just so excited to be talking about a fantastic episode of television, Dead Man's Party.
2: You're lucky you get to be the host and you get to say stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, originally aired October 6, 1998, uh, written by Barney Knoxon, 7th of the series overall. Oh, yeah. Last one she wrote was I Only Have Eyes for You with... The director of this year's episode, James Whitmore Jr., who also directs Beauty and the Beasts, Gingerbread, and The Zeppo. Those will be the last three he does in this season. So, what happened in this episode before we get down to it? Um, Buffy basically deals with people not being stoked that she left for three months without so much as a word Weird. of her existence. Weird. And. Uh, five months. Was it five months? I thought it was three months. Five months. Oh,
1: wow. That was a point I was going to bring
2: up. Even
0: worse. Nice. Even worse. Five months, dang. Um, And for no reason, just for a B-plot, there's a dead cat and a mask. And those things, the mask brings the cat back to life, and then also everything else that's been dead in Sunnydale back to life. But uh, the real story here is that Buffy has a hard time with her friends, but we make up at the end and kill lots of zombies. That's about it. That's all that really happens in this episode. A couple of firsts, though. We see downtown Sunnydale for the first time. We don't get a sneak peek at the Sunnydale cinema. No. But... We do see the espresso pump, which will feature heavily in a lot of episodes, actually. Whoa. I know. Can you believe it? Apparently, the downtown street that, that, you know, the one street of downtown, is actually called Maple Court. You would think Main Street? (laughs) No, 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 not for Sunday. Is it
2: a Main Street for what city?
0: Oh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Like, what is the real place?
0: I don't know if it's real. See, I was going to look that up because... There's actually um, a couple of shots that we haven't ever seen of Buffy's house before. Like, we've never seen the backyard. Right. We actually get a large view of her street specifically. And I feel like in uh, the basement, too, we do see in um, in season two when they're trapped in the basement trying to get rid of, away from the three. Like, the maggot monster with Cordelia oh, yeah. and also right. in the witchfather bewildered when uh, everybody's coming after Xander. But I feel like we're looking at a different basement i think that we're actually on location now and not on the sound stage mm, okay. um so we're actually at a house but i can't I, I tried to find out and i couldn't find out anything so i'm not sure um first unambiguous zombies some assembly required notwithstanding oh, because yeah. like that he was a zombie right he was brought well, back from the dead that was
1: frankenstein yeah, yeah
0: that's true okay so that's a little bit different but yeah so the first like legit zombies uh and i think this is the first big fight with our friends at least we're everybody's mad at buffy like i don't think we've had a big blowout
2: that was definitely like the first like group fight with yeah. everybody in.
0: Because usually we'll have like a couple like Xander's mad at Willow or vice versa. Or well, like...
2: Xander's just a dick, so Xander's always like stirring up shit. True. And that's kind of his whole thing. But now it's like everyone's involved. So. Except for
0: Giles, because he's
2: the best. Well, he probably would have been pissed if he was there and not driving around the streets fucking around with zombies like an sure. idiot. Ooh, fun fact about Giles in that scene when he
0: gets attacked by the zombies and he how it wires the car, apparently that was censored in uh, Britain land because.
2: An, you could actually do
0: it. Well, it's an imitable act. And I guess you're not allowed to okay. do that, which seems weird. Like, you can't show people committing crimes that people could reasonably do. Mm. Which seems weird. That I don't way know. way they
1: don't get any ideas.
0: Maybe it was so <laughs> specific, too, like, it showing the wires. Like, maybe there's a line. Like, maybe if it was just, like, you know, it panned out a little bit and just showed him, like, fucking with something and the car started. I don't know. But, nevertheless. What if he's mad? Mad? Just because you ran away and abandoned your post and your friends and your mom and made him lay awake every night weren't about you? Maybe we should wait out here. So even though only a few things happen in this episode, one of the things that happened, one could say the central part of the episode, certainly where the big bad comes from, is Joyce procures a mask that she knows something about. She knows it's from Nigeria. She has an art collector that uh, gets gets artifacts for her, um, but the mask happens to bring people back from the dead, and that seems like a powerful be hanging up on your wall haphazardly. So, what about masks? What makes them magical and compelling? You have no appreciation
3: of primitive art.
1: Alright, well everyone knows what a mask is like. It's something you wear on your face. True. And I don't know if you realize, because I didn't until I was researching this, that masks are kind of everywhere. Because I think of them in the Halloween context, but in addition to costumes, they're used in rituals, and they're also just used functionally. Like, we have masks for medical purposes, like the face masks surgeons mm. use. We have disguises that criminals wear. Mm. Uh, we have protective masks for people doing construction, etc. We have occupational masks, recreational ones for Scuba. people. Skiing, yeah. Yeah. Scoobing. <laughs> or, like, goalie masks. Oh, um, yeah. There are punitive masks, which have been used in the past to torture people or to humiliate them in public. A
0: bit like, Hannibal Lecter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we have fashion masks, <laughs> oh. Oh. which would be like cosplay. Wrestling wrestlers wear masks as oh, part yeah, of their sure. costumes. That's true, That's true. Um, and then horror masks, like the Jason mask, or general like Halloween type scary stuff you can put on your face. Um, so, but uh, while we now think of them mostly, I think in the Halloween context, mm-hmm. even though we see them all the time everywhere, um, they actually date back to um, possibly 35,000 years, maybe even older. 35,000? Yeah. Not 3,500? 35, no, 35,000.
2: Oh, probably from the beginning of time. Yeah, yes, I guess. Totally. So
1: from so Straight just, up the beginning of time. you can pick something up
0: off the ground, you can put it in front of
2: your face, I guess. Yeah.
1: The oldest uh, mask that we have in the world is a stone mask from a Neolithic period that dates back to 7,000 B.C. Dang. That's right. Um, But other than that, most of those masks we probably don't have anymore. We have depictions of people wearing masks and, like, Mm -hmm. cave art. But they would have been made out of materials that would just decompose and deteriorate. So we wouldn't have them as examples anymore. But we do have a lot of artwork of people putting on masks or wearing masks. Um, But so I went through, and I chose three of my favorite kinds of masks that I thought were interesting. Yeah. So we could talk about them. First one is called the False Face Society. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> and so this is um a medicinal society in the Iroquois is that how you would say it mm-hmm. Iroquois uh nation they're essentially these really dramatic masks they're usually I think it said red and gold and they have crooked noses and they're used for healing purposes they have a really um like a creation myth based on this where there were two people that appeared in the world and they both ran into each other and they're like hey i built the world and the other person was like no i did so they did a test of powers to see who was actually strong enough to have built the whole world and the first guy they were like so we're gonna move this mountain over here and so the first guy moved it slightly (laughs) and the second guy picked it up and put it so close to the other guy's face he got a black eye and he was like so clearly you're the most powerful one you must have created the world i'm sorry and so the creator was like yeah, I can't have you here. I'm going to make people next. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what you're doing, but I don't like that you have some power. Like, you move this mountain a little, so yeah. I think I'm going to have to remove you from my world. And this guy was like, no, no, please don't. Like, I have some power. Let me help you. I'll work in service of you. So, essentially, this guy's function is he's like, I have the power to control wind so I can protect people from storms. And I also... Um, have the power to heal sickness. So if people are sick, they can call on me and I can make them better. And so this mask is meant to represent his face. His nose is crooked because he got hit by a mountain. (laughs) And so people will wear these masks to sort of like embody the spirit of this um, stranger that was in the land that wasn't supposed to be. So I thought that was really interesting. A mask is like a healing device. And so the Full Space Society are the people that are allowed to wear the masks. You either have to be healed by one of them, to join it, or you have to have a dream that you were called to join, and then they'll let you join. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I dreamt this. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then the next mask
0: are plague masks. I thought that that might feature. Yes, yes
1: I like <laughs> plague seems. masks, I think they're pretty cool. Um, but there were things I learned that I didn't know about them. So if anyone doesn't know, they were these um, beak like masks that plague doctors wore. Um, because they thought it would protect them from getting the plague. But these doctors apparently were often not doctors. (laughs) They're either sort of like, um, what's the right word? Uncredentialed doctors? Like they were doctors, but they were bad at their jobs and kind of got kicked out, or people that wanted to prove that they could be doctors. Apparently there's um, documentation that shows one guy just sold fruit before he became a plague doctor. Mm, But that these doctors were um, paid by the government, so they would treat anyone, whether they were sick or poor, or whether they were rich or poor, but they weren't really treating them so much as just almost acting like a census where they would know who was sick. <laughs> um, but so in these masks, they essentially had like a special costume that they would wear, because since they were going around and they were dealing with these Um, People with the plague That was obviously very contagious They were almost like quarantined No one wanted to hang out with them They were like apart from society So they wore costumes That um, was a suit that was light waxed fabric And then a mask with eyeglass openings And the beak nose That was stuffed with straw And then a variety of spices Most of them (laughs) included Juniper berry, ambergris Which is just amber Roses, mint, mint camphor, cloves, laudanum, myrrh, rose petals, and storax. And apparently they thought because at this point in time, their idea of how disease spread was the idea of miasma. Like, they thought that disease was a toxic odor that came from decaying flesh. Uh. And so if they wore this and they could only smell the scents that like these like really powerful things had, they couldn't get sick.
0: <laughs> Not true! true.
1: Not yeah. true! <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, this on a tangent, this miasma thing, they thought it uh, would spread all kinds of disease, including cho- cholera and chlamydia, as well as the plague. And they also thought it extended to more things than just disease, meaning if you smelled food, you could become fat. I thought <laughs> <And so laughs> that was a fun side note. Uh, but apparently this theory continued on until 1880 when they figured out what germs were. Yeah. Good
0: times. But the masks are super cool. And they're really, like, Not if amazing. you don't know what it is, the second you see it, like, look it up, you'll know. Because mm-hmm. they're very creepy. It's scary. Yeah. Very
1: iconic. Could you imagine being sick with the plague and then just having that, like, hovering over you?
0: Wasn't there, like, people that were delirious with plague or something and then seeing that made them think that they were being attacked by demons or something like that? Because it looks like... Probably.
2: Yeah. Oh, beak man, take me. <laughs> beak man, take me. Smells so
0: good. Oh, no. Oh,
1: beak man. I mean, it probably also helped cover the smell of actual decomposing oh, corpses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah they so. really had
2: no idea. It was shocking. Like, yeah. these cholera epidemics and stuff. Even yeah. in America... Right after the revolution, we had a like twenty five percent of Philadelphia died in a cholera Shit. epidemic. That no, because nobody understood. Nobody had any yeah. idea what was happening, and they didn't know how to dispose of bodies. Wash
0: your all. fucking hands and drink some electrolytes. That's all you need to do. So cholera.
1: Believing so, so. doctors so. didn't used to wash their hands because yeah, if no. they had clean hands, it was would show that they couldn't. They didn't get their hands dirty. Like they weren't doing the work of being a doctor. Exactly. Like they should be caked in mud and dirt and stuff. Ah, yes. Yum. (laughs) See, we like
2: kids going outside and, like, getting their immune systems and stuff, but it's like, it only goes so far. You being super gross doesn't mean that you're, like, okay to touch the patient, but they thought it was better for them to have Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, that is just life. Mm -hmm. You need, yeah. It's just wild. It's Mm -hmm. weird to think about.
0: All right, what's mask number three? All
1: right, the final mask are death masks in general, but then also one specific one, which are generally wax or plaster casts people make of someone once they've died so that Mm. you could... Generally, this started as you could use as a um, point to create a portrait or sculpture of the person after the fact, Mm. but um, they eventually became just a thing that people did themselves just for like mementos of the dead. But um, this dates all the way back to like forever.
0: (laughs) People have started doing this. but, uh, so, let's see. So, do they carve them independently or cover the face with something to make it a Yeah,
1: they would cover the face with wax or, like, plaster and, like, strips of fabric okay. to make a actual mask of of the face itself. And then they would use, like, cast that and use that to make a sculpture. Gotcha. Um, and so, they're often the most, until we had photography, the most accurate representations of people because uh, you didn't have an artist's... Saying, well, maybe their mole was slightly smaller, right? Whatever it is. So we have um, death masks of deceased royalty, like Henry the Eighth, but also famous people throughout the ages, including Dante, Beethoven, Napoleon, Chopin, Oliver Cromwell, um, John Keats, Nikola Tesla, which apparently is now displayed in his museum. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and people would also take what they called live mask, which is a mask of a person while they're still living. So there are two down of Abraham Lincoln, one right before he died. Mm. Um, so in general, they would do that to remember someone that they cared about. They do it with, like, loved ones and also famous people so they could make these statues to remember them by. But there's this one girl who was found on the, the banks of the Seine in Paris. She was about 16, and it looked like she'd probably drowned. And she was found in the late 1880s. And a Moor worker... Made a cast of her face, saying, quote, "Her beauty was breathtaking, and showed few signs of distress at the time of passing. So bewitching that I knew beauty as, mu- as such, must be preserved." Oh. And she's called the Unknown Woman of the Seine. <laughs> um, but apparently, she's been compared to Mona Lisa and other famous paintings and sculptures, and uh, her. Death mask became so fashionable People would just hang it in their house Like copies of it Throughout Paris and then the rest of Europe Because she was so beautiful And it was like almost a piece of art To the point that she Was the um, Inspiration for when they made Rescue Anne Which was the first CPR um, Dummy (laughs) Uh, training mannequin in 1960, and now they say that she is uh, the most kissed face of all time because, because so many yeah, people have practiced on that. Rescue Anne. <laughs> <know>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what if I tidbit? Then you two made with the smoochies. Now he's a creep again.
1: Oh, and then also there was a while that they were using death masks um, and casts of people's heads for phrenology, that, like, bunk science where you'd, like, measure people's Mm. heads and you'd have an idea of what their personalities were like. Oh, yeah. You'd use it for, like, racism and say black people had negative attributes because of their head shape. But people would do that with the plaster casts and then say this murderer was a murderer because he didn't like children based on this non-bump on his head.
3: Gets bad.
0: So the only other thing that happened this episode, aside from uh, masks... Turning people into zombies was uh, a little bit of. What's the word I'm looking for? Turmoil in our friend group. Um, one of my favorite things about this episode, before we talk about the meat of the situation, which is the tumult, uh, is that I like this episode so much because it really feels like a horror movie to me. As soon as uh, Giles figures it out, like it's the mask that's the problem, and everybody starts coming back to life. Um, not only do I like the special effects, especially the burnt zombie that we see in the hospital, which is a great job. Um, I, I just love that it really turns into like a teen horror movie where the, the kids are having a party and everything's going nuts. And then suddenly there's fucking zombies and just, of course, Giles is the only one that was, what's going on. I love that Oz is like a low key hero through the whole thing. Um, it just really makes me happy. And I, I will, I will always love this episode, but let's talk about our friends. What's going on with them? And I would like to do a little bit of back and forth because I am definitely Team Buffy in this episode. But I have a feeling that I might be alone.
2: You know, maybe you don't want to hear it, Buffy, but taking off like you did was incredibly selfish
3: and stupid. Okay, okay, I screwed up. I know this, but you have no idea. You have you have no idea what happened to me or what I was feeling. Did you even try
0: talking to anybody?
3: There was nothing that anybody could do. Buffy all deserved
0: to be mad. Uh, okay, good. Okay. And Daniel I mean, pick Scoobies.
2: Yeah, I I think they have every... Ro- no, but I don't think Buffy's wrong. I just think that she learned the lesson that needed to be learned, which is that she can't hold on to everything herself and keep saying that nobody can understand and I can't talk to anybody, but you never even tried. Yeah, like, but that's it's also true. That's, but it's fine. But also there's a level of like, even though you can't understand, like I can't understand what it's like to kill my boyfriend and send him off to a hell dimension. I don't even know that. Well, Sure, sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's what's eating her up. All of this, the whole weight of everything. Even if it's just for you to get it off the chest, there is value in that. Even if I can't empathize, we're not going to solve it by just talking, but you will feel better. You will feel connected to me. And then I can tell you stuff. We will feel more connected and be stronger. And that was the whole point. Buffy learned the lesson. So it was a successful episode because Buffy learned it. But she needed to learn it. And her friends, I think, were right- and saying, you just running off, it literally doesn't make sense. How could you not write them a letter? How could you not say something? Blows my mind.
0: So how did you come up with five months? That's what Joyce says. Oh, she does. Okay.
2: So it's months. five months. I mean, okay. if she says. She I mean, Joyce, yeah. Joyce doesn't know what she's talking about. So we don't have to trust Joyce. <laughs> I mean, it, But Joyce did true. say. Joyce <laughs> could
0: be wrong. Yeah. But that no. is what she says. No, that that makes sense. I, I just thought um, every time I watched this episode that they were, the, the Scoobies were super hard on her. Like, and I always felt defensive of Buffy, because, and I've laid out my uh, points here. She saves him from a vampire immediately. First comes back on the scene, saves him, because that's what she does. That's her job. Sure. Uh, she tries to make plans with Xander when they all convene at Giles's house right after she gets back. She's like, oh, hey, do you want to come out with me? And he's like, I can't. I'm busy with Cordelia. Cordelia's like, you're not busy with me. And he's like, oh, I can't anyway. And then she makes plans with Willow, who stands her up the next day. She's waiting at the espresso pump. But are you playing. mad at
2: them for not doing that? That that yeah. is so, no that. You I know, don't. And
0: She's trying to look. She fucked up. She's trying to hang. Well, I guess in their See, defense, she's going about it a weird way. She's just trying to act like, hey, let's hang out, like we're friends, like nothing happened. Correct.
2: So, and I think it comes down. to. I mean, to, what is
0: she supposed to do though? Try to have I, hang out and
1: talk I to think
2: them. She, you need to have an actual conversation. Talk to them. I mean, I know it's hard, and Willow says that it's hard, and that's why they blow up. I don't think there was an easy way for either of them to do it, and that's why it came to a head. You know, because yeah. Willow can't just be, like, earnestly, like, let's have a conversation because that, that hasn't really happened before. So, like, how do you even do that when most of everything is banter? But there is a depth to it. So I I understand maybe being upset at them for standing her up, but I think it just goes hand-in-hand with the, whole, the, the hardness of the whole situation. Like, they didn't really know what to do, and so I don't...
0: Well, Xander makes it more complicated by saying she doesn't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. So let's, you know, just not talk about it. So maybe even if Buffy was willing to do it, maybe they're, you know, they don't want to. They don't know. So I feel like. But don't you have friends where
2: there's something in elephant in the room that you don't want to talk about? So let's not talk about it. Let's just keep going forward. True. But yet that elephant kind of keeps gnawing away no matter which way you cut it.
0: And Buffy tries to talk to Willow at the party and Willow ignores her.
2: I love that.
3: I mean, I just, I just love it on a,
2: as a storytelling device. I love Willow just being like, we're fine when you know she's not. And I really like, um, even Xander, like when uh, Cordelia was like feasting on his neck, uh, Xander was cool. just like, it's so horrible. Uh, Xander was like, it looks like some people are excited to see you, or it looks like some people... Uh, threw a party for you Buffy implying that we didn't throw the party for you it looks like some people are excited that you're back or whatever he said oh. some offhanded comment like that and I just felt like that was another nice writing device that really shows that like they are upset and Buffy knows that she yeah, we know that she knows that they're upset and they probably know that she knows that they know that we know that <laughs> all the knowing is, but they can't talk that's like this whole episode is just communication and in the end no one was able to communicate until it became Full boil. Except
3: you were kind of turning me on with that whole boy slayer look. Was I now? You bet, Nighthawk.
0: <laughs> well, I guess that's why I feel like they lack empathy, with the exception of Cordelia when the whole thing's going down at the party. She's the only one that's like, well, try to put yourself in Buffy's shoes. I mean, granted, it was in a ridiculous Cordelia way, but nobody's, like, trying to hear Buffy's side. I mean, you can make the argument that she's not trying to hear their side.
2: But Buffy doesn't want to explain her side. She's just... Yeah, she doesn't immediately just say, just... You don't
0: get it! That's pretty much all she says.
2: Yeah. And that, that, and also, I I think the most telling moment is when, is when Willow said...
3: I know you're going through stuff, <laughs> so am I. I know that you were worried about me, but I... No. I'm, I don't just mean that. I mean my life. You know, I am I'm, I'm having all sorts of i'm dating i am having serious dating with a werewolf and i'm studying witchcraft and and killing vampires and i didn't have anyone to talk to about all this scary life stuff and you were my best friend
2: but for buffy and for fucking Joyce it is all about them and i think buffy gets humbled in this episode to be like you know what I do need friends and I need to open up and I need to try better. Joyce never will learn that lesson because Joyce is a monster in this episode. Joyce is the worst. She's the worst person on this planet. And the way that she treats Buffy, and I hate the show for making Buffy go back to Joyce and I hate Joyce and her trying to pretend like they're parents or whatever. Like Buffy is an adult now. She lived on her fucking own. Like don't come into this with like, she's a 12 year old girl and like needs mom's protection or something. And Joyce don't act like you're a fucking mom.
3: I guess I just got used to all the quiet while you were gone.
0: I mean nothing really happens. I was able to explain well, the plot in one sentence, so. Well, it's not it's not even just that.
1: It's one, I don't find the zombies compelling. I know that you said you you thought it was like a teen horror movie, but it just felt kind of like they were an interruption to the actual story that was happening in a frustrating way. Yes. And then um we saw this already with Buffy in when she was bad and it was a better version of the same episode. Buffy has something traumatic happen she goes away they don't hear from her and she comes back and everyone's mad at Buffy Mm. and she's mad because they don't get it and it's the same thing again they don't get it they don't know what she's been through and the reason why she doesn't want to tell them is because they haven't gotten anything she has to go through they didn't get it when she died and they knew about that like they just don't understand the kind of pressure she's under and then to know that Xander had betrayed her, I feel like, I mean, they know, never really talk about it, but she had to know. Xander was like, Willow said, give him hell for me or whatever. And then obviously Willow is behind the scenes trying to save Angel because she does. And that's the only conclusion.
2: Do you think the show forgot that? I think the show doesn't really know that I don't, that
1: don't that even happened. know. I don't think it's the like, show
2: treats it like it's a thing. Like, it's, we know what happened, yeah. but I don't think the show even, like, but it it's But it's, like, much,
1: this perfect it. storm of things that come together. Like, Joy's not recognizing me telling you if you leave, don't ever come back literally doesn't contribute to the situation. Like, that's ridiculous. You're the mother. Even if you're upset, you needed to be the adult in this situation. She's a 16-year-old girl. You can't say that to your daughter, regardless of what she does. And so I just find it really unsympathetic. That I get Willow was going through stuff or whatever, but also clearly Buffy was going through stuff and bigger stuff. And I don't know. So I just find it irritating. And I guess
2: that's why, like, what's going to suck and what what makes Buffy a little less sympathetic for me is that if, if her stuff are always bigger, then what's the point? And why have friends at all? Who who gives a fuck about Willow's problems at all? Buffy just is allowed now to steamroll through everything. And if I were Willow and Xander, I'd be like, "Fuck off!" Like, I don't want to be your friend if everything is always more important for you. Well, I think that's regardless of what we think and what we know.
0: That's something that comes up throughout the show.
2: Yeah, Um, I bet it does.
0: The especially in season six and season seven. I mean, she literally gets kicked out of the house in season seven. They don't want her around anymore because she's just this authoritarian. We're doing it my way. Mm -hmm. You know, we do it my way. I am the law
2: like yeah and that's what makes her a compelling character but it she's just like the rest of them kind of hard to follow and kind of hard to be sure i mean i in the the whole stakes of everything it's fine but if we're talking about them as like friends like if this was my friend i wouldn't want to be friends with them it's that Mm -hmm. simple fuck her being the slayer or not and i think something another thing that willow said which is defining on her character is that when she was implying she said something like i have i don't i didn't have a choice
3: you're leaving again What, you just stopped by for your lint brush, and now you're ready to go? It's not like anyone would mind. Oh no, have a great time. Oh, oh, and don't forget to not write. Why are you attacking me? I'm trying. Wow, and that looks so much like giving up. I'm just trying to make things easier. For who? You guys were doing just fine without me. We were doing the best we could. It's not like we had a lot of choice in the matter. You laughed.
2: They take on the burden of right, being yeah. the slayers. Like fuck, Buffy just fucking bounced.
0: She's like, um, she's like, we did didn't get have a choice. Without me, yeah. And but said like, we were doing our best because we had
2: to. Yeah, we- and then she was like, I didn't have a choice, implying that she, a long time ago, her and Xander took up the mantle. Yeah. So you can stop pretending that you're holding the water by yourself, even though you really are. That you, they can't sacrifice themselves like you can. They're not going to die and come back like you can you will always be number one supreme but they are your friends and they help you through thick and thin and i think that she did not get that she doesn't understand that they yes they can get on without her but why why do they have to do that like they want you back i don't know that's just how i felt
1: i guess i just i don't find the argument compelling just because like they didn't have to kill vampires when she left they weren't killing vampires before she got there and everyone was fine they didn't need to keep doing it when yeah, she left. And they didn't last summer. And they didn't know what she was doing. She might have been out killing vampires somewhere else. Like we don't even know if that's what Buffy was doing. It doesn't seem like it, but we don't yeah. actually know this. And they know or at least I would hope they would know there's another slayer because Kendra died. Yeah. So But they don't. They totally don't. There's another but slayer out in the world. Like but what
2: are we saying? <laughs> We're just saying that they should just they only are doing it because of Buffy? Like they Bought in full force but that would to be what true they're regardless doing, regardless
1: of Buffy. That I know, so but they can't be mad at Buffy. They're not mad at for Buffy her choices. I just—that's my point. Like, because if she died, they would still have to kill vampires. Are they going to be mad at her for dying? Right. Like, now that it's their thing, it's their thing, and so to be mad that Buffy leaves because she has to, or because she wants to, and then to be mad that they choose to continue doing something they don't have to, but they want to. Yeah. Like, that's not really But they're mad that she's back.
2: Like, if she did fucking just leave and fuck off, then they would fucking do the job, because they bought in, and they want to do it. And Buffy can go wallow in fucking Folkland. I mean, for all they give a shit. Like, but she's there, right in front of them. That is the best part about this episode. That is the one great thing about this episode. I hate all the zombie stuff. It's just, it's... In (laughs) an episode like this, it really drags it down yeah. because I don't want fucking capers with Giles. Not right now. I want my friends to sort out their shit. And it felt like they were getting places and then it would cut and we would, ugh. and the house party was fun. I will say yeah. that. Um, and that gets to Joyce. And I just, I cannot believe.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I cannot
2: believe what's going so, on. So
0: if you had to say in summation, why you don't like this episode is just because they, the best parts are dealing with the friendships. Mm-hmm. And I think it's
2: really, that. really well written. I think it's Marty Noxon does a really, really good job.
0: I think another piece of why I like this is, is because they open it up uh, as far as like we have a downtown, we have mm-hmm. the Buffy's like neighborhood is coming more into the picture, and um, it makes the world feel a little bigger. It's like we got a little bit more money, we're doing things a little different, yeah, that's a good and it, it just I don't know, feels new because the previous episode we're just in Falkland, and you don't really get to see what's happened in Sunnydale. And now it's like this whole little world. Yeah, kind
2: of same sets and now we get yeah. more stuff.
0: So that, I think that's part of it too. Um, let's, uh, let's, did anybody learn anything from this episode? Anybody?
2: I learned friends, if you need to talk, just mm. talk. You got to be honest. I think the Willow approach is the best. Don't be a dick. Don't be even like Oz, like referee guy. He's just hanging back, you know. Uh, Cordelia, just sometimes it's not very helpful. So yeah, just, I think being honest is the best way to go about things.
0: Did you learn anything, Stacia? Any moral lessons for us?
1: Uh, don't put on masks. <laughs>
2: you don't know don't put on strange masks. I just can't yeah. even with the mask. You don't
1: do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Don't do it. Don't hang them up. Don't. Yeah, I got feelings about the mask. We'll get to them.
3: <laughs> infuriating.
2: I'm infuriated at Joyce.
3: You have no appreciation of primitive art.
2: Uh,
0: this thing I learned the same thing from this episode as I did last episode and Xander put it pretty well which is oh, wow. can't just bury the past Buffy does mm-hmm. always come up to back to bite you and then a zombie comes in but this is basically the same as last episode but if you ran away same thing she ran away
2: now she's dealing with the consequences I definitely did not think about when she was bad but that, is, that was also a great point like just kind of the cyclical nature of it all and sort mm-hmm. of yeah just kind of gets buried away and then mm-hmm. it just kind of comes back but if you're watching a TV show it's like this is you guys write this stuff like, you don't have to do this. Friends do this all the time. It makes sense. Real life. Like, mm-hmm. it ke- those things will keep happening forever, but you can't do that on a show. You can't just have the same conflicts over and over and expect people to care. So why so
0: when they go to college, it's fun. Because Buffy's just like, it's hard to be in a college campus. And it's just, so, oh, yeah, I love season four. Um, okay, any final thoughts before no. you yell at each other? Is everybody ready to yell at stuff? Yes. And by stuff, I mean each other. Daniel, you seem very ready. What do you want to yell? Go.
2: Hellmouth Petting Zoo. Just has one cat. Zero of ten stars. Would not go back again. <laughs> <laughs> and it
0: smells terrible. Oh, God. Stacia? Nighthawk. Ugh. Gross, oh, man. Although I do love combat Scoobies. I love their little gear. Like, Willow even has a thing on her calf. Like, a little steak <laughs> buddy there. It's very cool. You guys seem down
3: with the sledge. All tricked out with your walkies and everything. Yeah, but the outfits suck. This whole rainbow thing is so over. I'm thinking more sporty, like Hilfiger, maybe. Still, we were getting good. We dusted nine out of, ten. Six out of ten. Six out of ten.
2: Whatever, we were kicking a little undead booty.
0: Suspenders, Giles.
3: I didn't... I. I feel
0: like we've had the shells before, but it was featured so much that I like, couldn't get over it. better <laughs> Spenders, wow.
2: Uh, first Angel sighting of season three? That was pretty... Uh... Not first. Oh, was it in not? In the previous episode. Oh, holding her. Oh, yeah. God. I guess he is just a dream-like state. He felt more real here. Just cause oh, he's yeah. This is like, there, like
0: the last iteration of it. This is Angel the series Angel, which I really like. I his hair's a little longer. He's definitely doing like the, I wear clothes that fit me and I look a lot better <laughs> and things are okay now. So yeah, yeah, he's become Angel for sure.
2: Yeah, did not see that coming and uh, it, was, it was fun. Actually, I mean, it's
0: really shoehorned in there. they got to get Boreanas there. He's in the,
2: He's in the credits. Cards. you got
0: to mm-hmm. do it. Nasty, Nasty little, little horrid bigoted, bigoted rodent, rodent man. man. <laughs> Mom. On that note, nearly physical sensation of pleasure. Fucking gross, you're talking about a child. Tingly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that tingly feeling. Do you guys remember alarm clocks?
0: N- not being that obnoxious. Ooh,
2: that thing was loud. And also, I don't think I've used an alarm clock since I was like a kid, like 15. Yeah.
0: Those things are just
1: unreliable as fuck yeah i felt like once a week i would just not wake up because the alarm clock wouldn't go off because the power had died or you set it for pm PM instead of am (laughs) or
2: whatever it's a joke (laughs) alarm clocks are a joke
3: (laughs) i'm the Uh, you gotta admire the purity of it what Onion dip. <laughs> do it
2: again, do it again.
0: I'm the dip. Yes. Oh man, this episode has so many great quotes. That was like
2: your first AKA, I think, because I'm the dip. So I mean, yeah. I was surprised when I heard it. I was like, I've heard that from Kelly in the AKA yeah. before. Wow. I didn't realize.
0: <laughs> Oz just being like, I like it. Oh, you should call it Patches or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's like fucking amazing.
2: Everything Oz is so <laughs> the little, good.
0: The
1: whole, whole a- little interaction was fun. Oh, yeah. They're like, we need to figure out whether it's a gathering, a shindig, or a hootenanny.
0: Yeah. We should figure out what kind of deal this is. I mean is it a gathering, a shindig, or a hoot nanny?
3: What's the difference?
0: Well, gathering is brie, mellow song stylings. Shindig, dip, less mellow song stylings perhaps a large amount of malt beverage. And hoot nanny. Well it's chock full of hoot, just a little bit of nanny. Well, I hate brie. He makes Giles say hoot nanny. He does. Yeah. That's <laughs> <the best> <laughs> <thing's> <laughs>
2: ever and it just is like stopping him and like hoot nanny and he's it's like, yeah, it just doesn't little...
1: yeah. Well I was rereading the <laughs> quotes or whatever the dialogue from that scene today when I was researching stuff and there's like this little aside where they're like and um a shindig, less mellow song stylings probably some brie yeah. and then they were like I hate brie it smells like that cat <laughs> which yeah. I just never really like clocked before yeah. and I was like that's really funny that's and basic. also sad because brie is great but ew <laughs> I wrote down right. stinky cheese
0: party to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to use as a future little aka yes. um the Dingo's drummer is clearly 40. That guy is not in that band. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Speaking of 40-year-olds, what's up with the party? I just got oh to my say. God, yeah. So we'll get to Joyce in a minute. But, mm-hmm. like, what are they drinking out of the blue solo cups? Mm-hmm. How did they get the party started so fast? I mean, mm-hmm. real talk, that is incredible. Those stoners that are smoking, like, smoking pot. Oh, yeah. They're, like, 40 years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, and all the whole time, I'm just like, where the fuck is Joyce? Uh, the Mr. Belvedere line was, mm-hmm. cr- was clutch. Uh, and then we had to talk about the guy who gets his neck snapped. I mean, there's there's dead bodies. Pat's dead, dead body in there. Like, Oh, yeah. We never talk about it. It's over.
0: That kid gets murdered.
2: Kid gets well, murdered. 30 to 40 and Oz then. almost was a casualty. Yeah, this party was a rousing, hoot-nanny. just, it was a nanny Yeah. What Definitely a success. awesome <laughs> almost died four times.
1: Um, why did the bodies disappear after the mask is ruined? Fucking stupid. Because they were real bodies. Yeah. One sure would assume,
0: were. Or were they just hallucinations? Like- Ooh, yeah, I wouldn't think they were real, right? Because Pat comes back. Pat is real.
2: Wait, Pat. Oh, Pat doesn't come back in the show again. No, 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 oh, no, good. no, no,
0: no, dear God! No. What
2: happens to her family and her life and like?
0: Oh, we don't need to deal with that. Though.
2: No, but I would love to know hmm. who's setting up the. I don't even think Joyce ever
1: even reacts to it. She's just like meh, walks inside. Oh, that's a
2: shocker! <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 no my cleanup, greatest right. best friend we've never seen before and we'll never
0: hear of or talk of again.
1: She's my
2: drinking <laughs> buddy, and that's all that matters. Yes. You know.
0: But. Pat does give us empanada continuity and a show that doesn't give a fuck about following up on things. Pat says, it's empanada night at Spanish class. And what does she bring to the party? Empafuckanadas. So,
2: wow. thank you for that, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> One thing panned out. I
1: feel like that's pretty garbagey. It's empanada night. We're going together. I'm going to bring her all my garbage ones. She already has a ton, and this is all I have. I couldn't go to the store. That's amazing. Fucking
2: Pat. <laughs> uh, we see the Sunnydale Hospital that's right Yeah, Uh, general I don't we we obviously went there before but not the operating room per se but Mm -hmm. uh, if the zombies do disappear right and they're maybe they're not real or whatever uh, the dead bodies that were left behind after that zombie attacked all the doctors assuming they're dead they're real, right? And They're they dead.
1: Disappear. I think they all disappear. Or they just
2: become up. But then what about, you just lost like a whole surgical unit at your oh, yeah. small hospital. <laughs> Why oh, does yeah. anybody be like, oh shit, like nobody, no appendicitis. This is, is an or, emergency.
0: Like, oh this is a God. fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. People should be more concerned. But that's yeah. just a kind of general rule in Sunnydale.
2: Um, <laughs> no, I Don't worry about it. <laughs> and but thank have
3: pet. Do you want to see my mom? Please. Mom!
0: Giles has a pinky ring did anyone know that it's the first time I ever noticed it yeah it's just a gold like it's like a gold square kind of pressed into a band but yeah he has a fucking pinky ring Scary Giles at the end with Snyder fantastic Um,
2: oh oh except for I'll take this to the state supreme court that's not how it works oh my god I yelled at that I was like no you will not (laughs) (laughs) you're just gonna walk in To the state Supreme Court. You know, and I was like, if everybody just does that, then it ceases to be supreme and it starts to just be a court. Like, so then there's no value to it. So you can't intimidate anybody with a regular court. Nonsense.
1: Well, also, Nonsense. it's the freaking Supreme Court of Appeals. It's yeah. the very last stop on a very long legal train to get there. Like, he is a Rupert He is a librarian. He's <laughs> straight to the top. He's a librarian. I'm from England. He doesn't you will take me seriously.
2: It's true. Freaking Americans. <laughs> I demand the Supreme Court.
0: <laughs> you buy the dip. His name is Jonathan.
2: Yeah. Oh. God. Rude. They're never going to learn his name until they almost, he almost fine. shoots them.
0: Yeah. Well, himself.
2: Oh, that's fine. Well, I thought he was going to kill on comments
3: like that, of course he's going to kill Stop himself. saying my name like we're friends. Uh, do me a favor, run down and get the company plates? Mom, Willow and everybody aren't company plate people. They're normal plate people.
0: Okay, yeah, just a little quick comment. I love Four Star Mary. And they just... Once I saw the show, I immediately got thrown in the and... Yeah, you know, it's just just great it's great to hear their music again and i love dylan i love the guy that's the lead singer yeah yeah and it really is sad when i go look at the actual band i'm like you're not <laughs> like i don't even care about seth green i just think dylan does such a great job because yeah. huh? seth green oh, he's is just killing like, it yeah he he's
2: really into it
0: seth green barely shows up for it but dylan like really throws himself into it anyway
2: okay. you would think seth green would have learned a guitar you know like in between like hey, i'm gonna be a guitarist a chords, man. learn some power chords that's like you're I mean? not even doing anything shit
0: uh, We're Real podcast. In case you didn't know, if you have some comments about why you dislike or like this episode, or whose side you're on, Buffy or the Scoobies, let us know. We're at, oh, I almost said SOTW. That's not it. We're at Beat Me Pod everywhere: Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. We even have uh, a website.
2: Newly redesigned.
0: Newly redesigned. Beat Me Pod right dot WordPress dot com. Yes. So get us there. If you want to send us an, a lengthy email, go for it. It's going to be beatmepod gmail There's a theme there. Um, I think it's time. I think it's time that we rank this sucker. What do you think? I'm excited. Get into some stuff. It's going to be contentious. And I'm going to save <laughs> save uh, Joyce save for last. <laughs> <ask>. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Willow Hacks. We talked about the net slash something witchy this way comes. Yes. I gave it a six. Now, I know this is a reach. Because nothing witchy actually happens, but the last scene of her explaining what she was doing, like, over the summer, and, and even when they are confronted, like, I've been doing, a practicing witchcraft. Right, so I gave it one. Let me, let me have that. So,
1: it's only
2: Joyce points. that make me upset. Everything <laughs> else is fine. And Giles a little bit. That's when fine. you don't give him a she 10.
0: She blew out the power of her whole block. It can That's just right. encompass the last five
1: months. Right.
2: So. That, Speaking
0: of, great. Giles gets a 10. For everything in this episode, <laughs> I think that's worthy.
2: Shows a little ripper instinct as yeah. well. Makes fun of we a get the Americans. full range,
0: man. We mm-hmm. get not only are we we're doing classic three piece tweed suit, love it. Suspender Giles, love it. But yeah, we're also get tough guy Giles, mm-hmm. which like that's it's really his character gets so big in this season because we bring in Wesley and there's a great like foil right. too. and like it just it gets really good. Uh, and this is the first. Um, bit of that that we get to see and he's also really deeply caring Giles because he's the only one throughout the whole episode that's like are you sure we should be having a party like do we want to just chill out and talk to her yeah. and then just yeah. and that really quick scene of when Buffy first goes to his apartment and everyone's there and she just comes back he's just seeing her for the first time Um, and he goes to the kitchen to get tea because he's British And uh, he just, like, stops at the cabinet and just, like, almost cries because Mm -hmm. he's so happy she's back. And she's like, ah, Giles. Perfect Giles moment. So
2: That is lovely.
0: Absolutely 10 out of 10. Monster of the Week. Ovumabani is a fucking lame duck. That guy, like.
2: (laughs) Evil incarnate. Don't forget. Yeah, Evil incarnate. Giles
0: is like, oh, my God. And then even Cordelia, like, that's worse than just a zombie? A zombie demon? Yeah. Uh, Taken out instantly. Like, not even a problem. It has this stupid camera flash.
2: What does the flash do? Disorients clearly, <laughs> and so you're saying, "Oh my god!" Any one of those the judge could have just got some strobe lights and just like yeah. strobes <laughs> people, like just take it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, incapacitating people yeah. only for a moment, though, because they need to just come to and then stick shovel in their fucking oh, eyes. Yeah. That's Pat's body. Yeah. Pat's body is going to need to be. You're gonna have to explain why there's a shovel sticking out of this woman's no, just face.
0: Fear disappears everything I mean, yes. disappears <laughs> she's just gone forever with the shovel yeah, yeah presumably probably
2: that costs money <laughs> Joyce doesn't have enough of it
0: she ain't got shovel money <laughs> um, but as I mentioned I do like the uh, the zombie thing because I'm just a soccer oh, boy and God, I like the makeup what is wrong uh, so I did give it a 7 and I'm sorry God. but it just Fine. it's what it is friends not a great episode for friends um,
2: I think you could spin it the other way it's the episode. episode.
0: Oh yeah, by it's, the end yeah. we do we do get there, but I gave it a six just because it's tough. I mean like
1: why are you just fighting? giving everything a six? Did you even try? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Oh I did give okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like you kind of struggled a little. Like I did. you I had some internal problems. Yeah, about, so yeah, the, about the six makes sense.
0: So. Um, and then the, the piece of resistance before we get to the episode specific, Joyce. And
1: I just have C notes. That's got to be exhausting. Tell us what the ranking is.
0: (laughs) Maybe I'll wait. No, tell us what the ranking is. Give give her a six.
2: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) five is for not. I know. I know what you did. (laughs) I'm not telling this to you guys. I'm saying, dear listener, five oh. means Joyce doesn't show up because that's usually the best she can do. Which means I think she did one better than just existing. Oh,
2: because
1: <laughs> no. um, she made her dinner and a snack.
0: Okay, all right. Why um, we
2: let you?
1: I mean, rank I think, this. But I feel like when she kicked Buffy out of the house, oh, Kelly still tried to argue. that Joyce
2: should get more than five. Famously, points. famously, <laughs> in, in Joyce's worst moment, you were an apologist. She's so like, but she's you like, would, would mom be here.
0: Okay, no. so I do – the way I arrived in no. six was I started at five and then I did – Wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. You started at zero. Wow. She has to work her ass to get those points. It's not fair. She has too much bringing her down for you to justify her because she gets brought down to a zero. How does she get to six? Well, she doesn't just get five. to stay at five. She started at five. And so what? But, okay, you give her one point for being what? A good mom for a minute? And then what she – then –
0: yeah, we go down and we go up. That's the thing. I gave go her a plus and, and minuses.
2: Down. When is there one time it goes up? Okay. Tell me what's going on. Oh my all God. right. So if we start at five, uh,
0: so this is going to actually take a while. Do you have things? Oh, uh, no. I got, you I got time. I'm sure I to got. just scream at you after after every time. word you say. Okay. I got plenty of time. First negative. So we're starting at five. So this is going down to four. I got used to all the quiet while you were gone, but it's no problem. Look, a mask. And then puts a giant hole in the wall and just so fucking leaves it there.
2: Are you going to mention the mask?
0: Oh, what, the fact that she brought it into the house, or?
2: Yeah, no. the fact that she took this mask. Oh, no. This is Did from, she
0: steal it from her art gallery?
2: I think she stole it from her fucking art gallery <laughs> and put it on a fucking wall. What? The whole time I could think, you're a fucking colonial fucking master <laughs> yes. putting up your fucking, like, trinkets you've got from Africa, from, mm. you know, the dark continent. You fucking, oh, I fucking well, hate her.
1: And then it would be less weird if their house was covered in weird artifacts and mm. stuff. From the art gallery yes. but it's the only one.
2: Exactly. And you just get to take it why do you and not your presumably you have co-workers, right? You have people you no, hire. Why can't why she they works take late it home? all the time? <laughs> it's just like it's Museum one oh one. We had this problem in Inca Mummy Girl. It's just like that. nobody's keeping care of any cultural artifacts no and no what one, there's no inventory the fuck this is wrong <laughs> with her and that was no. that's a big one that yeah. sticks with that me that matched I, to the state of nigeria and then just saying primitive art like just like yeah. nobody understands joyce you are basic you are so basic <laughs> shut up
0: just for clarification yes, sorry. category is <laughs> joyce is a terrible mom not joyce is a terrible person for what it's worth. So while your argument stands, it's not necessarily applicable in this moment.
2: I mean, wow, so you're going to get out everything. I argue
0: that makes her a terrible mom
1: for bringing a dangerous man she doesn't know the origins of, except from Nigeria into a house that turns people into zombies that then attacks her daughter. She couldn't have known that. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> she could have known <laughs> that. She's fucking art gallery person. She doesn't have Giles' special book with a
3: picture in it? Come on.
0: It's uh, striking and Nigerian.
3: Yes, I, I have this wonderful dealer who specializes in ancient artifacts. I, I don't know. You know, I love our talk as much as the next very dull person, but we have work to do, Giles. Uh, so we're at four? Four points
2: now. No, so sure, sure. One. Yeah. Plus
3: one. Why don't I drive you?
0: I'll take you to the oh, your Oh, fuck. Fence. You are so this obsessed nice. with her driving. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She'll get like
2: three points just for, oh, why don't I drive you? God, every time Joyce is behind a wheel, you're just like a halo is over her head or something. Back to five. Plus oh one
0: tries to get Buffy back in school and even fights for her in front of Snyder to try to get her back into the school. She's doing the right thing. Plus one.
2: She did also bring up the mayor again, which I'm excited about. So
0: <laughs> plus one offers private school when she finds out that Snyder's not gonna let her back in. Offers her another way. Get it. We'll just put Do we'll figure think think it out. Being we'll figure about that. it out. That's what she says. Well, I'll make sure you get the education you deserve, Buffy. Don't worry. Plus one Suggest the dinner party. I mean. Minus one also because she invites everyone without asking first. But Just she Pat, does really. She does try, right? She wants her friends to be there. Does so she? Doesn't it doesn't even
1: seem like she made any food. You're also not... Just bro- Pat coming in with <laughs> empanadas.
2: A plus. Bring that point down. Also, the, what about... You're missing all the passive aggressiveness of the very first interactions that we see between them. She's like what are you gonna go out slaying or whatever you going out slaying now let's skip over all of that yeah well just conveniently forgot her just being completely contemptuous of like who Buffy is as a human being she's gay deal with it (laughs) god damn it have you just
1: tried like not
0: being the slayer
2: yeah have you tried not
0: look?
2: have you tried not not being the slayer the sins
0: of the past okay they are (laughs) the sins of the the present (laughs) (laughs) perfect
1: (laughs) perfect
4: continue, <laughs> better continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh god amazing
0: plus one she says the sweet thing no. about the cat where she's like what uh, here's stray cat <laughs> we're sorry you lost your path or um, We hope you find it goodbye stray cat no, you, need
4: to you get... lost your way hope no. you find it
0: no. <laughs> yes. no
1: you need to take that point off because remember it's about Joyce being a good mom and not a good person oh. but plus
0: one she, or minus one, sorry. She makes Buffy bury the cat. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so now we're at four. No, no, so no. Just no because the plus one like, on the cat doesn't count. We're like, no, yeah. No, I've been taking him off and on. Like, No, do you no wanna, the cat doesn't go, count. I know, you gave but, her a plus one for saying the nice thing about the cat. I know, and then a negative. And then you negative. Yeah, so Notice. I was like, I'm not keeping it seems
1: like no, everything is... just the is, negative, though. That's my point. <laughs>
0: oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because you
1: made the argument, it's about her being a good yeah. mom, not a good person. Her comment about the cat has no bearing on Buffy. And this
2: is where she says, this is my list, I do whatever <laughs> I want.
0: She has to get a five. True. Uh, plus, calls the superintendent of schools. Again, concerned about Buffy's schooling. Trying to get it in. Did she? Yeah. yeah.
2: And then She's she made the thing about Snyder's face, which was pretty dope, I gotta say. That was a great little road in line.
0: Minus one. She calls Slayer dumb, bad choices, yes. and encourages Buffy to reveal, reveal her secret identity. Can't you just tell the police yeah. or Principal Snyder? But least? they want a superhero? Am I saying plus one that? calls Buffy a superhero? Oh my God,
2: you're so basic. <laughs> but in
0: a derogatory <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. I don't think so. Well, I guess maybe when you call yeah, with like is that like, politically like, correct? Term? No, she's
1: like because you're a superhero because you sound crazy. Yeah.
0: Minus one invites Pat to the party without asking. It, it, minus another one, is friends with Pat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's unrealistic that Joyce would have any friends. I think
0: friends. she's at yeah.
1: three now. <laughs> I also
2: think that, honestly, her being a part of a book club is the least believable thing in all of Buffy the I Vampire Slayer I if Slater. anything
1: all I hear from that is thank god I don't have a daughter anymore I can read books
2: and she does say it I was much hobbies, easier when Buffy I wasn't empanadas. here
1: have you ever seen me fucking cook before never I made empanadas I read a book my kid gets on, their own
2: cereal started yeah.
0: collecting
1: African masks
0: <laughs> so many hobbies whereas before she had no time for Buffy because she was always at the gallery but apparently now that Buffy's not around gallery isn't bit
2: she has a time for down. a man too so
3: oh damn but Having Buffy home, I I thought it was going to make it all better, but in some ways, it's almost worse.
0: Plus Uh, plus one, let's Buffy have a giant party. Minus one, let's Buffy have a giant party.
1: I mean, let's. (laughs) She was just kind of getting drunk in the corner. (laughs) In the kitchen. And happy that Buffy wasn't around her. We
2: solved when Buffy says that she was behind the bottle or whatever.
3: Just have another drink. Don't you talk to me that way. You don't get to just dump something like this on me and pretend it's nothing. I'm sorry, Mom, but I don't have time for this.
2: Clearly, Pat and her just get fucking lit all the time. So that makes a lot of sense yeah. now. Also, she did not stop. She did not stop the party. I need you to somehow clarify this for me. How is it that they walk into the kitchen and a raging party happens and Joyce does nothing?
0: She's letting Buffy have a good time. She's so happy she's back. She's just you don't think she'd
2: walk away. out and be like, what's going on here?
0: All of you, children drinking and smoking marijuana? Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Negative 12, Joyce is a bad mom. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) And, like, it gets obviously out of control to the point where people die under her care. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's going to jail probably for the rest of her life. Who
1: invited those (laughs) people? It makes me think about that scene. Yeah. Is it in 10 Things I Hate About You where they, like... (laughs) make the party flyers it was supposed to be like a brie oh and She's drop them down the, a brie night okay. or whatever brie and crackers night and then they make it into like a rager mm-hmm. what's his name's house and then right. they just drop it down the stairs and there's like music playing and they're right, just like right. anyways uh that's the moment i imagine willow having where she made xerox copies of like a party at
0: buffy's she must have and then Somebody just did. like threw or them mean... in the
1: hallway just flying everywhere as kids are walking yeah. by and they're like
0: I get the vibe that Oz is kind of popular. So yeah, that's and true. he has the band. And the band yeah. is probably
2: the reason. And that's probably and the so reason put for Oz the people. face
1: on the flyer and was like, come see my boyfriend.
0: Or, you know, dingoes.
1: Dingoes, yeah. Or weirdly well,
2: really just Oz. Awesome. Well, and then obviously that's where all the drugs and the booze <laughs> come from because the Dingo's are rock Woo! and roll, baby.
0: Minus one. I think Buffy being back is almost worse.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Not great. Minus one runaway rage that she's so mad that Buffy's about to, to leave without even actually talking to her about anything, trying to figure out why she wants to leave again, trying to, you know, be a good mom. Uh, but, plus one for, uh, being a little justified. <gasps> oh, are you kidding She's, look, her kid ran away! She's allowed to be mad! She, she handled it poorly, but she's allowed to be mad!
2: She begs for time, Buffy didn't give her enough time, and then she's punished because of Buffy. Oh yeah, well that's I'm the next. I'm sorry.
0: The, my, big, the big minus of, uh, I get to yell at you. And I've been drinking, so you better
2: listen. Yeah. Oh right. I've had my schnapps. Yeah. You know the deal, Buffy.
0: Uh minus one, she has a pink carpet in her bedroom.
2: Keep going, cheese. Plus
0: one because she beats the shit out of a zombie no, in that bedroom. Doesn't. She didn't. And uh, She didn't do anything. Plus one for taking the house being torn apart in stride.
2: You're talking about murders.
0: <laughs>
2: People died.
0: Was there a murder if there was no bodies? Her best friend died.
2: Her best friend died. <laughs> empanada night is ruined she's gonna
1: go back into the kitchen look at the empanadas and uh, be like Meh, and put them in the fridge exactly
2: <laughs> that I, is what joyce does i thought i would have a heart the credits roll <laughs> and then she just downs the entire peppermint schnapps she's yeah, like thank god okay. just like, gotta work. go to bed now <laughs> but mom it's six o'clock we just want to yeah, <laughs> yeah totally i'm just gonna lay next to this kid who got his neck snapped (laughs) But surely he'll just disappear, too. But no one will ever ask, what happened to my dear, sweet son? Yeah, he liked to smoke marijuana occasionally, but that never made him a bad person. He just loved rock and roll and classical architecture. Now he's dead.
1: (laughs) You would think that she would be in a bad spot where the last place multiple people were seen were at her house. Oh, yeah. And no one has any explanation for what happened
0: to them.
2: And they usually pretend it's a gas leak. No one is even pretending. There's not even a pretend. There's nothing to pretend. Everyone saw them come in and snap a kid's neck. How? How? How do we not These talk about this? These kids
0: of Sunnydale, like, that's why one of my favorite scenes of this season is uh, in the prom when they're giving Buff the, Buffy the Class Protector Award. Yeah. And they're like there's, and like, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens here. And they're like, zombie, werewolves, Snyder. It's just like the best thing ever because all these kids have been just dealing with this <laughs> shit their friends dying left and right and no one fucking talks about it
1: afraid to open their lockers in case a body falls out
2: <laughs> it is kind of fun to imagine them like so traumatized and like well we can't r- run away or anything we have to like just keep going we have to keep the society together if we don't just as kids everything stops. Oh, our yeah. parents are crazy remember pan candy night oh my god yeah basically
0: so six <laughs> I just, I, like,
2: I don't, I I can't fight with you anymore. I can't do this anymore. all are
0: trying so hard
1: (laughs) to believe that Joyce is a good mom. It hurts me. It
2: hurts me. Oh, God. That's the dog. I I was like, like, what the the fuck?
1: Are cops is Joyce not a good mom? But in this episode, I would like to argue she's not a good person. Yeah,
2: I think she's a bad person and a bad mom, and I think that's clear. I think that just honestly, the way she talks to Buffy, that's the thing to get infuriated by her friends having problems, her friends are more of a presence in buffy's life than her fucking mom children. will ever be. Yeah, but they're also in touch with emotions in themselves. Well, in no, herself. but what I'm saying it's
0: like even yeah. if they were off the handle or doing something crazy, oh, yeah, they're yeah. like a little bit more entitled than Joyce, who's was like, "It's okay cuz I'm drunk."
2: 100%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I just bad person, I think is ma- yeah. the main thing to take away from here. It is it is shocking how bad she is. Like I'm surprised that anybody like even likes Joyce as a character. Like she is the the worst but <laughs> I, I can't wait to watch the body because on, in some way, humans do that. All of the anger goes away when they're dead. I mean, what yeah. else oh, are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. What, are, what are you fighting anymore, you know?
1: Time to make a death mask. Exactly. Oh, and move man. move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they did that to Joyce's face so just, just in the background
2: <laughs> of shots. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be rad. <laughs> all right, all right. But Joyce wouldn't appreciate it. That's the problem, too. Joyce is not an appreciator of any sort of anything, so I wouldn't even waste my time doing it. Oh, man. Sorry. You have
0: both made a great case, and I think I'm going to have to say, if we're going on the basis that the episode was better or worse with Joyce in it, like five for just showing, or five for not existing, right? 5 That's the baseline, just not being there. Was this her being there worse or better? And I would argue indifferent to worse. So I'm going to move it to four instead of six. Wow. But then I'm also going to change some shit over here so that everything makes sense. Okay.
2: I don't know. What did we do? See, did we
1: unlock some
0: horrible I,
1: thing? Know. See, but yeah. I
2: like I I like being angry. I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not like like I'd like that she's in this episode. Yeah. I mean because if we're gonna have like the zombie chase shit, at least I can like be mad about two things at once. That's well, great. Well, if Joyce
0: is a character in the show and she is Buffy's mom, it makes sense for her to fucking be around. It makes great. sense if she ran away, it would be a problem. Like, uh-huh. So that yeah, you can. Theater, whether or not that was the the writer's intention was to make an unlikable person is is kind of irrelevant because it's that is what art is. It's what you take into and take away from it. Yeah.
2: So. and she is acting like what a stereotypical mom would, yeah. I, and what just we bring o- to this, and- yeah, and some people are probably scared out there. Like, well, how do they hate Joyce this much? And right. I think it's just if we just take it on the text, like this girl is never around. This, this like this mom is an absentee mom mm-hmm. who begs to be a mom, and I it might be have, an alcoholic, and it might be an alcoholic. I have no sympathy for that. Like yeah. people who are just bad people and are not parents until something happens and then they have to be parents and right. feel like they're entitled to be parents. Fuck you. Yeah.
0: You got a parent from day one. Well, Let and she her. talks openly kind of about being resentful that Buffy exists. Exactly. So so that's, that's a hard a look. Hard look. <laughs> she's a great parent to Spike and a great parent to Don. She's Can't not a parent
1: to Spike and she's barely a parent to Don.
0: <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So we've, we've taken it down to four from my six, my lofty, unjustified six.
2: So unjustified. <laughs> you will look back on that.
0: I mean, I think you were right. I think it should have started at zero. Yeah. Instead of five. Because five, the baseline is her not being there. So you can't yeah. really start
2: there, right? I feel like everybody starts at zero. Like, legitimately. They get a five if they're not in it because it's not fair. Right. But, like, everyone should, in theory, start at either zero or ten, honestly. Like... Hmm. You have to sort of justify why they get to have 10 points, or you justify why they lost two or something. One or the other, you know?
0: Okay. Well, then if we go by that logic, she gets a one, right? Because like originally it was six. So if we're not going from five being the baseline and so we're being zero, then she would get a one. She would get a one. Very compelling. I'm glad we could hear this all out. Everyone has air their grievances. If you make a logical argument, what can I do but agree?
2: Yes. I've changed my heart before too.
0: So we're going to take it all the way down to a one. For Joyce being a bad mom. Did you hear that? Victory. (laughs) That was like the most famed.
2: Whoa. I am stoked.
0: You should be happy with your triumph. You won on this day. Bring this episode. So now I have to do math. 20. Oh, that, that. Yeah, I know, because I like this episode, so now I have to do some shit. Okay, so 10.
1: Now she has to rig it.
0: No, I'm not even. I'm just adding. That's what you
1: guys have heard here today, is your well, th- rankings are fake.
0: Well,
2: the world is watching. The world is watching.
0: <laughs> so 20, 30, 40, so it just takes about 40, that's so. fine. Okay. All right, well, our last category, my last category, episode specific.
2: Hmm.
0: I think we can all agree. A whole lot of hoop, Just a little bit of nanny. 10 10. Amazing. 40 overall. That brings it to number one of two for the season. <laughs> <laughs> hmm And, teacher, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I ranked it 25 out
1: of 36.
2: Okay. What's it above and under?
1: It's above Teacher's Pet. Okay. And below
2: Anne. <laughs> <laughs> the final middle finger it's yes. Dead Man's Party. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember this being my second to last God, episode. Really? Last time. Uh, I just know that. Yeah, because this episode fucking sucks. And I think I was just <laughs> really, really, really mad. And now that I've like really grown to like get into these characters... And I'm more invested in them. I think
0: a little critically.
2: And- well, and I want to see all of their sides, you know, because mm-hmm. even before I think it was a little blinded to Buffy. and But I think we just bring our own stuff to this stuff. Um, and if you identify more with like the, the Willows and the Xanders and not so much the Buffys, then you're going to side with them more mm-hmm. because they are very different people. Um, and I think that's what makes this show so great. So I don't think that it deserves uh, 136, but it doesn't deserve that much more. <laughs> but I am going to actually move it up because it's been it's been a fun conversation yeah. and I like being mad about Joyce and this was a Joyce heavy I don't know when we're going to get another crazy I mean, Joyce episode I mean Gingerbread
0: I think is the last the like last Joyce, Joyce Joyce one. oh Absolutely. and Van Candy she's pretty well, involved
2: but I, I, so I feel I like am. that's going to be a lot of fun because yeah. she's almost not a real person she's just kind of like her old self I mean yeah. I guess we could I'm excited for that actually uh, 101 101
0: wow that's higher than that
2: it's up there but it's not too high yeah Definitely something you'll just gonna. Kind of I'll further. take
0: that. I mean, this has been great. Hearts and minds have been changed. Ah, it's been amazing. Um, so, should you have anything to say besides goodbye? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
0: Pregnant pause. Daniel, anything to say besides goodbye?
2: If your mom is cool, say. <laughs> Thank your mom. Call your Thank mom. the moms out there. yeah.
0: Call your mom and say, thanks for not being Joyce, mom. And she'll yeah. be like, who's Joyce? And then just, just hang, hang up. up. Yeah. Exactly. Love yeah. it. Great. Love it. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you again next week for episode three of season three, Faith, Hope, and Trick. And I can't wait to see Faith, although this episode's not great.
3: Buckle up. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye. Enjoy empanada night.
3: <laughs> I am sorry. It's okay. I understand you having to bail, and I can forgive that. I have to make allowances for what you're going through and be a grown-up about it. You're really enjoying this whole moral superiority thing, aren't you? It's like a drug. Fine, okay, I'm the bad. I can take my lumps for a while. All right, I'll stop giving you a hard time. Run away. Well, I'm sorry, quitter. Whiner, Baylor, Harpy, Delinquent, Tramp, Bad Seed, Witch,
4: Freak.